are now tuned in to the School of Higher Thought podcast, where we explore the realm of personal development. We aim to upgrade your life through lessons learned from personal experience. Episodes are released every Sunday. For more updates and other apparent content, please follow our other social medias in the description below. I hope you've got your notepads ready. Classes in session. Others is intelligence. Knowing yourself is true wisdom. Mastering others is strength. Mastering yourself is true power. Lao's you. Now, today's episode, we're going to explore the idea that I truly think is a fundamental concept that you must understand when going down this path of growth. And a lot of you are trying to better yourselves in different ways, but you also are staying the same inside. So you're trying to go out and exert your will upon the earth, but you don't realize that first you must understand who you are and to master yourself first. Because how can you try to master other people you haven't even mastered yourself first? It doesn't make any sense. You're trying to start a whole shift in the universe but you haven't mastered yourself you haven't shifted yourself that doesn't make sense and this episode is going to really put that into perspective for you and i want to start off with this if you keep a goldfish in a small tank or an aquarium it will grow between one to six inches long usually one to two inches but usually can also go to six inches maximum. It never grows more than that. However, if you go out into the wild where the goldfish naturally inhibits, you may find goldfish that have grown up to 12 to 14 inches long. Isn't that crazy? So we have goldfish that are grown in a controlled environment where it's smaller than the natural state of its environment right it's inside of an enclosed space usually the tanks aren't that big right the tanks are usually about rough estimation 20 inches long whereas the other one is inside of an environment where it's it's infinite not infinite but you know exactly what i mean it the, the space is vast it's limitless right if you go inside of the the, the wide ocean how long is that you don't even know yourself <laughs> it's that big And that really puts it into perspective. We are like the goldfish. Our minds are like the goldfish. We're held captive by our limiting beliefs and ignorance. If your core belief is that you will never be rich, you will only grow to the width of that belief. If your belief is that you are fat and that it's just the way how it is and the way how it always will be. You know, you was born big boned and that's just how it is. It's it's in your genetics. Your parents were fat. You was born stuffing your mouth with sweets and other confectionery. You're right. That is how it was. How it will always be. If your belief is that you're dumb and incompetent, you will remain that way. The moment of change comes once we switch this inner conversation and engage with our curious minds with positive, imaginative reinforcement. Then we must also learn how to expand our minds, expand our consciousness. 
There's two magnetic forces at hand, the positive and negative, push and pull. This is the law of polarity. There's two ways of expansion. You have to push or pull. When you're pushing, you're mainly pushing the limits, both physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. The more you push the limits, the more you prove your competence. That's also building your trust and confidence within yourself, which also changes your self-talk as a byproduct. Take for example, this is why when you look at athletes, they're so confident in themselves. When you look at entrepreneurs who have gone through hell, but have still managed to push through that and build million, if not billion dollar enterprises, their confidence is so huge compared to somebody who is yet to go through that. Somebody who is just started their first business, right? Or maybe has started, started their second business. They failed their first and they started their second business. They've never been in a position where they've created a successful business before. It's two different people, right? But we all have the same abilities realistically. When you think about it, we both all have the same hands, same feet, same head, same ears. Obviously, some people have some deficiencies, but... You know, some people are born with extra toes and feet. <laughs> but it doesn't really change it. You know, we're still all capable. There's people who are in situations where they have no legs. There's this one guy I follow on social media. I don't remember his name. But this guy, he basically, he's a young black guy. He's really athletic. He only has arms, hands head and an upper torso he has no legs he has no bum he has no toes no feet no ankles knees none of that he has none of that but he's out there wrestling people <laughs> he's doing pull-ups he's doing push-ups he's he's racing people on his hands and he's beating them in the race so just think about that imagine if inside of his head he was saying you know what i can't do it you know what he would have been right because naturally because he had that thought that limiting belief that he can't do it that he's incapable that he's he's unlucky that you know he was born this way so it's, it's not meant to be it's not destiny it's, it's you know what i mean it's, he would have never been up out there running and pushing the limits but he made the choice he made the choice after he had that thought because he's probably had that thought before but he made that choice to say, you know what? Nah, not me. Not today. I'm going to show you. And he went out and did it. Even if you go out and do it and you fail the first time, that's okay. Pick yourself back up. Try again. You failed again? Okay, cool. Get up. Brush yourself off. Think, okay, cool. I failed last time. Maybe there's a better way to do it. See if there's another way to do it. How can I do this better? What was it that I did wrong last time that made me unsuccessful okay so because it was that how can i now mitigate against that how can i now avoid doing that again next time these are the questions you need to start asking yourself you need to start beating yourself up you start pushing yourself because i've even seen it in my life i got d d and an e in sixth form right for a levels 
I'm at uni now. I get firsts and seconds minimum. Just think about that. I'm a study in accounting and finance. That's a very difficult subject. I got, I think it was an F or a D or E in economics in secondary school, GCSEs. I did business economics in university. I got a first. Just think about that. And that's not because I still had that belief in my system when I was in year 11, when I sat those exams and thinking, you know what, I'm incapable. I'm not good with maths. I'm not good with this. I'm not good with that. I said, you know what? Let's see. Let's see what happens if I just start applying more focus. Let's see what happens when I actually start taking the time to really understand everything I possibly can and start asking all of the questions that I don't really understand. When I started doing that, things started to shift. Everything started to shift. I started to run more. I hate running. I can't lie, I hate it. But every time I run, that's me showing myself, yeah, I hate it, but I can do it. For most of you who follow me on other social medias, for example, Snapchat mainly, if you don't have me on Snapchat, by the way, it's WinWithZach, W-I-N-W-I-T-H-Z-A-C, WinWithZach. You can follow me on, on, on Snapchat and you can see a bit more of a, an intimate, more personal side of me. So if you guys have me on Snapchat, you know that I fast. And basically, if you don't know what fasting is, it's basically when you don't eat anything, right? And sometimes you can do water fast, sometimes I do water fast, sometimes I do dry fast. Water fast is basically when you allow yourself to drink water. Dry fast is basically you don't eat anything. So one time when I was water fasting for 36 hours, I decided to take it upon myself to push myself. That day, I ran 10 kilometers whilst I had no food inside of my body. Most people will look at me and be like, Isaac, you're crazy. <laughs> you're crazy. How can you do that? I could never do that. But the thing is, is that, you know, if they're telling themselves that, that's true to them. But if they step on the other side, they'll realise that it's really false. It's only as true as they sell it to themselves, whether they're willing to accept that truth. You know, if they deny it, you can make it false if you want to. You just have to prove it. You just have to show up. Show up until it's proven. And that's something that really taught me how limiting my beliefs were because almost at every single kilometre that I ran, I told myself, you know what, Isaac, you've done enough. You've done enough. You, you, you've done really good. You push yourself. Usually you run five kilometers, but today you run six. It's okay. You can stop now. How about we just walk? How about we just take a break? But then I tell myself, mm, you're going to have to sit this one out, mate. Keep on going. Keep on going. You know what? What do you have to lose? Keep going. So you know what I did? I kept on going. Seven kilometers. Ah, Isaac, you, you've done an extra kilometre. Well done, man. You was going to quit a, a, a kilometre ago. But you kept on going. Now you can rest. But then I realised what I was telling myself. I was like, mm, I want to get 10 kilometres, though. I'm going to keep on going. So I kept on going. And each kilometre that I reached, the same thing happened again. 
And by the ninth kilometer, I was like, you know what? Made it all this way. One kilometer left. Why not? Let's smash it. Done 10 kilometers. I probably could have done 11. If I'm really honest with myself, I probably could have done 11. Probably could have done 12. Probably could have done 20. Probably could do 30. And it just showed me how the mind was just, it had domination over the body. You really have these thoughts inside of your brain that tells you that you can't do something, that you should, that you should stop, that you've done enough, that it's okay. And we just accept that blindly. We don't really question it. We just accept it. It tells us to do something that we don't want it to do. For some of you, it might be eating that midnight snack when you know that you shouldn't be doing it. For some of you, it's not going to the gym. For some of you, it's not doing your work when you should be doing your work. For some of you, you might even be spending your money when you know you should be saving it. I know I've done all of those things. <laughs> I know I've done all of those things before. But the one thing that I've always realized really helps with that is pushing myself to see how far can I go without doing that though? I know I want to rest now, but how far can I go without actually resting? Let me keep on pushing it because as far as I'm aware, if I had carried on for another five to 10 minutes, my bone's not going to break. I'm not going to injure myself. The only thing that's really going to be injured is my comfort zone. And I want that to happen because the more I injure my comfort zone, the more I push the boundaries of my comfort zone, the more I expand, the more I discover new versions of myself, new limits of myself, more the new boundary of myself that I have never met before. And by discovering that boundary, then that translates into all other areas of life. Because the moment I stopped, I started to do fasting, I knew that, okay, cool. If I can fast, if I can go a full 24 hours without eating, if I can go a full 36 hours, a full 48 hours without eating, when I'm having that midnight snack, I know that I don't need to eat. We tell ourselves, oh, I need to eat, I need to eat. Well, the last time you ate was two, three hours ago. What do you mean you need to eat? You don't know true hunger. You really don't know true hunger. And if you did, perhaps you would understand this and you'd be like, you know what? Maybe I don't need to have that snack. Maybe that snack might put me over my caloric maintenance level and will cause me to put on fat when I'm trying to actually shed fat. Maybe I'll put that snack down and maybe I'll just drink some water go to sleep and call it a night. Bear in mind, pushing your limits isn't only physical, it's not only mental, it can also be emotional. Now the emotional version of pushing your limits could be as simple as this, doing the shadow work, confronting all of the bottled emotions that you've left and neglected for so long and finally giving them some attention, finally confronting them, accepting your past, accepting the feelings that you felt for someone, but also letting them go. Understanding, you know what? I'm not there anymore. I'm here. You don't understand how powerful that can be. I am not there anymore. I am here. I am so happy and grateful now for this room that I'm in. I am so happy and grateful now for still being alive. I'm still happy and grateful now for being able to listen to this podcast episode right now there's some people across this planet who can't even afford the equipment to listen to this podcast episode think about that that's something to be grateful for i'm so happy and grateful now for 
having access to, te- to technology that other people do not have access to, having access to water so freely. These are all things that you can be grateful for every single day, but instead you choose to pay attention to everything that you are not grateful for, everything that is a hindrance to you. In fact, you don't even see how the things that are a hindrance, hindrance to you are actually helping you to grow, helping you to flourish. <laughs> Pushing your limits can also mean just saying yes to opportunity. Every time your 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 mind says, you know what, I don't think I can do that. Say, you know what, I can do that. If you're not good at public speaking, start public speaking. If you're a slow reader, start trying to read faster. <laughs> because too often we are gifted with opportunity. But too often do we neglect and reject these opportunities because we feel like we don't have enough competence to do it. As if we do not have the resources to get it done. But let's be real. Nine times out of the ten, you do have the resources and you are competent enough. It's just that you're just too afraid of failing. You're too afraid of other people's opinions. You're too afraid of rejection. But let's be real. What if you could do it? What if you could start now and learn along the way and improve along the way? Because you can't be perfect. You're not going to be perfect starting something brand new. You have to be willing to fail. If you're not willing to fail, you will never truly grow. Tell me one successful person who's never failed before. Tell me one person. You can't know. You can't name me a single one. But you think because you, there's a potential of you failing, you shouldn't do it. Sorry, that that excuse not is is not enough for me. I'm sorry, it, it's not enough. You may bullshit yourself like that. You're not gonna bullshit me. Now the second way of expansion is to pull. You pull in new information through learning. This could be reading, audiobooks, podcasts, engaging in conversations with other people. This will help you to grow creatively, logically, and also help you to gain a deeper understanding that may lead you further in alignment with your purpose. And this can be done in numerous ways. If you're expanding your consciousness through reading, this could be done by reading someone else's literature. You're getting inside of that author's mind. And that author may have written this literature with a certain ideology or perspective of the world that you are unfamiliar with. And this unfamiliar perspective may challenge your perspective. But there may also be some information in there that really inspires you or helps you to develop a new skill or understand a a concept that you were struggling to understand before but now you understand it a lot more deeply and a lot more intimately that can all be done through reading you could literally read a cooking book and now you know how to cook now because you know how to cook now now you know how to make healthy nutritious meals without you breaking the bank now you can go Lidl's 
or go Audi or whatever shop that you're choosing to, to, to buy your groceries at, make up a good balanced meal without you having to go constantly spend money on Uber Eats and ordering food because you don't know how to cook. That's saving you money, that's helping you improve your fitness and also in, in, in a lot of scenarios helping your mental health because the things that you eat can also influence how you feel. Now, if you're consuming things through audiobooks, for example, it's just like with the with the normal physical books. You know, some people are auditory learners. If you're really listening to this podcast, you might be an auditory learner. I personally, I am a kinesthetic learner. Um, it's very important for you guys, for you guys to also learn how you learn. Uh, it's quite funny, actually. Quite ironic. You must learn how to learn and how you learn. Some of you may be auditory learners, some of you may be visual learners, and some of you may be kinesthetic. I'm not going to go too deeply into what those are in this podcast episode, but in essence, if you're an auditory learner, you learn more through hearing. If you're a visual learner, you learn more from seeing, and from if you're a kinesthetic learner, you learn more by moving. If you're listening to podcasts, you're accessing people's views, perspectives, knowledge in a more specialized sense. For example, if you're listening to this podcast right now, you're learning something that is challenging your current thought process. You're listening to something that will engage your mind in a way that will help to fill in the blanks, in a way that will alter your perspective and shift your paradigm to a place where it cannot go back once you've heard this information and once you've truly digested this information. Once you've listened to this podcast episode, you're going to go into reality, into into the real world and be thinking, hmm, as within, so without, as above, so below. So if I'm feeling these limited beliefs within, how will this reflect so without? How will this reflect outside of my body? How will this reflect with my actions? And then also my environment. If I'm going inside of my house and my house is cluttered and I haven't listened, listened to the episode to clutter your mind, if I haven't listened to that podcast episode but then you listen to that podcast episode and you go inside of that house and you see all of that mess and you think, you know what, this is reflective of something within me. Maybe I, I've been running away from one of my problems. I've been pushing and bottling my emotions to the point where I'm just neglecting myself. And because I'm neglecting myself, I'm neglecting my surroundings. And because I'm neglecting my surroundings, this these issues are happening, these issues are happening, these issues are happening. Let me declutter my space. And you see how it literally alters you? Just taking in information that makes you think differently, perceive differently, thus making you act differently, can produce a whole lifetime of results that are different from the results that you're achieving right now. I'm sure every single one of you listening to this podcast episode do not want to be in a position that you're currently in right now. There's more that you can attain, right? There's more experiences that you can experience, better ways for you to love, better ways for you to communicate, better ways for you to spend every single hour of your life. I know. I know. But all you have to do is start to apply these two things. Push your limits and pull in new information. 
Engaging in conversations as well. That's, this one's powerful. So underrated. Criminally underrated. Get in conversations with different people. And just listen. Just listen. And hear what they have to say. Every single person that you encounter will have something valuable to you. That can literally just change the whole course of your life. Me and my girlfriend was walking down on the street one time. Literally, this was two days ago. And this guy was walking these two Dalmatians. His name was Michael. And my girlfriend, she loves dogs. So she she's like, oh, they're so cute. And then Michael tells us, uh, um, tells us their name. They come up to us. The dogs start sniffing us, start playing with us. And then he starts telling us a story about how his other Dalmatian died as well. And how he just visited the... the he was walking past the, the place where his Dalmatian passed. And he told us this really sad story. But he was also talking about his wife and then talking about his relationship. And me and my girlfriend, we just stood there. We listened quite well. So he was mainly just, just spilling his thoughts to us. And we were just taking it all in, taking it all in. He said quite a few valuable things. By the end of the, the conversation, he was telling us about... He was giving us relationship advice because he has a wife, right? So... If somebody ha- is, is inside of a whole marriage, a functional marriage, we're assuming, and he's giving advice, right? One of the advice he said is that, you know what, no matter what issues there are, just talk. Just talk. And I know this, this advice is valuable because my girlfriend said that her parents said the exact same thing to her. They've been married for over 40 years. They said, just talk. And it made me appreciate that advice so much more hearing it from another married person. I'm like, okay, cool. Because that's something that me and my girlfriend do very, very well. We always talk. So that's another <laughs> quick random advice for you guys. If you're in a relationship, just talk. But understand that if I was somebody who had not really received that information and was not currently applying it in my life, just through engaging in that conversation, that would have been so, so invaluable to me if I was going through problems in my relationship. And this person has just told me, just talk to your partner. Imagine how powerful that is. Just how powerful that is. If you guys know about my conversation with that stranger who approached me at London, Victoria, and it's through conversation, they showed me how to meditate. They told me, you know what, why aren't you reading books anymore? Then I started picking up books again. I started getting back onto the right track. And that one person changes the whole course of my life forever. Imagine that all through a conversation. Now, if you're somebody who struggles with conversations and and networking with other people, listen to my podcast episode, How to Network in Five Steps. That one can be a really good uh, podcast to help introduce you to different ways how you can bring value to other people's lives, into the network and how to build and maintain your uh, network a lot more efficiently. Um, I think I do go further into that one story there as well. But yeah, man, honestly... Engaging in conversations is criminally underrated because we look down on our phones all day, we, we talk to people online, we scroll on the timeline, scroll on Twitter, but we but rarely do we actually get off of our phones and look around us and see all of the other beautiful people that stand around us. All of these interesting people who have whole stories and life experiences that we may or may not have. 
we may or may not relate to it we may or may not understand it but through conversation you may grow to understand it through conversation you may learn something that you might not not experience you might learn about something that you may experience in future and because you had that conversation with that person you not understood okay cool this person got through this by doing this i'm currently going through a similar thing maybe i could apply that myself let me see how that happens how that works you see how powerful that is all through conversation and the best part about these type of conversations is most of the time it's not you who does the talking <laughs> right because you're pulling in information you're asking questions so you may receive information that being said if you've enjoyed today's episode please do drop us a review on spotify google reviews all of it apple Podcasts. it all means so much to us every single time you guys do this if you guys think that this is a good podcast episode please do share with your family and friends and loved ones because you never know who needs something like this you actually never know same way how in conversations you learn something new you can do the exact same thing on a podcast i'm literally sitting here imparting you with information you will leave this podcast with so much more information than you started with with that being said this is school of higher thought women with zach classes in session hope you guys have a good week peace